Welcome back to The Daily Poem, a podcast from Goldberry Studios. I'm David Kern, and today is Monday, July 3rd, 2023. Today's poem is by an American poet named Walt Whitman. And this poem seemed like a, a right poem to read here on the week of the 4th of July, which is, of course, tomorrow. Whitman was born in May of 1819. He died in March of 1892. And as you know, he was a poet, essayist, and, and journalist. He also is known for his diaries and his journals, which are some of the most influential published journals of the 19th century. The two poems that he is most famous for are called O Captain, My Captain, and When Lilacs Last in the Dooryard Bloomed, which were uh, written in admiration of Abraham Lincoln. The poem that you're going to hear today is called I Hear America Singing, and it is from his famous collection, Leaves of Grass. As always, I will read it once, offer a few comments, and then I will read it one more time before concluding today's episode. Walt Whitman's I Hear America Singing. I hear America singing, the varied carols I hear. Those of mechanics, each one singing his as it should be blithe and strong. The carpenter singing his as he measures his plank or beam. The mason singing his as he makes ready for work or leaves off work. The boatman singing what belongs to him in his boat. The deckhand singing on the steamboat deck. The shoemaker singing as he sits on his bench. The hatter singing as he stands. The woodcutter's song, the plowboy's on his way in the morning, or at noon intermission, or at sundown. The delicious singing of the mother, or of the young wife at work, or of the girl sewing or washing, each singing what belongs to him or her and to no one else. The day what belongs to the day, at night the party of young fellows, robust, friendly, singing with open mouths, their strong, melodious songs. So Walt Whitman is often credited with the creation of free verse, of poetry that is supposedly sort of formless. And this is one of the poems that is often mentioned when discussing uh, Whitman's invention of that form, or at least popularization of the form. I'm sure there were other people before him that were writing poetry that didn't have a clear form. But I actually think that it's probably too much to say that this poem doesn't have form. While the lines are of varied lengths and there is not a rhyme scheme to it, there is a structure. There's a form to what he's doing. There's a repetition, uh, the mason singing, the boatman singing, and the carpenter singing, the shoemaker singing, the delicious singing, each singing. There's, there's a repetition which orients you towards where you are in the poem, towards the idea. And each line does seem to contain an independent thought within it, an independent image, perhaps. So I think it's too much to say that, he, that it is purely formless. Whitman is being purposeful in the way that he creates this, this poem. And he says that I hear America singing in the first line, but then immediately he uses the word varied. He, he points to the the independence of the individual man. And what I love about the poem is that he doesn't necessarily turn to the, the wealthy landowners or the, the captains of industry that were beginning to emerge during his time. But 
the the varied carols of the American landscape are those of carpenters and masons and women um, sewing or washing or woodcutters, plowboys, uh, shoemakers. It's the it's the common man creating uh, a unified song through their individual and independent carols. Whitman seems to hear in all those songs a symphony. But he also is smart to present it this way, I think, because who was most likely to be singing themselves while at work? As he wandered, as he moved about his day, he probably heard boatmen and shoemakers and woodcutters and mothers and young wives and girls singing as they did their work to pass the time. How many folk songs come from that very, uh, that very activity? The common people creating songs as they worked, sometimes alone, sometimes together. And I think about the carpenter who's singing as he measures his plank or beam. And I love that particular image because I, I can see, you know, I've got friends who are woodworkers and I can see them kind of humming or singing along. And the singing is a little absent-minded because they're doing, they're doing a, a work that demands precision and attention. So the songs are what get the, get the people through the day. I think Whitman seems to see uh, a beauty in that, that the songs are, are marking the building of something, whether it's an actual artifact or a shoe or, or um, a pie, but collectively they all together are building the country that Whitman is watching um, emerge as a power around him, but also that he is watching um, endure great uh, conflict. It's interesting to me that the original edition of this poem came out in 1855, and then when Leaves of Grass, the book, uh, the volume of poetry came out, it was included, and that was 1860. So this is prior to the Civil War, prior to his most famous poems, like, oh, Captain, my Captain. And here Whitman is already contemplating what it takes and what it has taken to build the country, even as a great fissure is about to erupt within it. Um, and here as we... Or the day before Independence Day, I think that's worth thinking about. What does it mean to build a country and how tragic is it for something to erupt within that, within the structure of that, that thing that you've built? Uh, so here one more time is, I Hear America Singing by Walt Whitman. I hear America singing. The varied carols I hear. Those of mechanics, each one singing his as it should be blithe and strong. The carpenter singing his as he measures his plank or beam. The mason singing his as he makes ready for work or leaves off work. The boatman singing what belongs to him in his boat. The deckhand singing on the steamboat deck. The shoemaker singing as he sits on his bench. The hatter singing as he stands. The woodcutter's song, the plowboy's on his way in the morning or at noon intermission or at sundown. The delicious singing of the mother or of the young wife at work or of the girl sewing or washing. Each singing what belongs to him or her and to no one else. The day what belongs to the day. At night the party of young fellows, robust, friendly, singing with open mouths their strong, melodious songs.
This has been The Daily Poem. Thanks so much for listening. We will be back tomorrow with another 4th of July poem for you. To listen to past episodes or to support the show, please visit dailypoempod.substack.com. On behalf of our whole team at Goldberry Studios, I'm David Kern. Until next time, happy reading and happy 4th of July.